Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show of the podcast. Happy Shark Map Day. Happy Extreme Program Week. It's a fun week for MLB The Show. It's been a fun set three so far, and the content looks like it's going to keep churning. Today, we're not talking any content. Next week, we'll talk about the Shark Map. We'll talk about Extreme. I will hopefully, the plan anyway, is to provide some videos on YouTube over the weekend on how to do the showdown, the moments, the conquest, etc. for Extreme. You guys have plenty of content there. Today, we're talking about Battle Royale. So buckle your seatbelts, clear your minds, BR is going to hurt people. But, but, I went flawless three times last week. I was on a heater, including my first ever 24-0. For those who don't know what that means, that means I went 12-0 in back-to-back runs without losing the game, just in case people couldn't put A and B together to make C. Uh, I know that's not the quote, but it's fine. So, I figured I would do a little periodic BR update video, or podcast episode, or both, depending on how you listen. No matter how you listen or watch, thank you for being part of the family here. Today, I kind of just want to go through what's working for me right now in BR, because I feel like there are a lot of folks who, myself included until this moment, by the way, who post a BR video at the beginning of a brand new game cycle and go, here are your BR tips for the year. And most of them still apply. But every new BR season, or whatever the hell you want to call it, BR program, there are new cards to use. There's roster updates. There's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. So what I'm going to do in this video is do a couple of drafts. No matter how good the first or second team is, I'm going to quit it out and do another draft. Just to show you guys my multiple thought processes going on at all times when I'm drafting. And while we're doing that, we're also going to be talking about some general strategies and things like that. So if you're on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, comment down below any questions you have about BR, any draft tips, lineup tips, whatever. Hopefully I cover it here, but if I don't, ask me the question. Uh, And if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever else you might be, cool. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. Make sure you leave a five-star review. That's fun. Uh, So let's talk BR. I am now up to eight flawlesses, flawlessi, flawless, I don't know which... Which way English would dictate that I say it? But I've gone flawless eight times this year. The goal originally was to go five times. We accomplished that. And now, I guess, the goal is to go ten, to get the cool ten banner. Um, I have had success in BR this year, generally speaking, following a pretty similar formula. In years past... I don't think starting pitchers mattered as much as starters. I always liked having a couple decent starters to bring on in relief in emergency mop-up situations or, or, you know, maybe a couple left-handed starters to add some extra lefties into the bullpen. But now I think starting with starters is actually a move. I think there are ways to utilize starters to be productive members of your, you know, rotation. Obviously rotation, but like your... your, your, the, the, The rotation of your pitchers that you're using across the entire run. That includes your bullpen guys, because there are, there will be games you'll have to start bullpen guys to rest people, but you know what I'm getting at here. Um, so we will be focusing on starting pitchers when it makes sense. We will be focusing on guys who throw sinkers cutters. I know that sucks, but that's what the meta is. We will be focusing on bronze left-handed relievers, because they are viable. You don't need all silver and gold relievers. Bronze ones work just fine. And we will be focusing on hitting value. Because value in your lineup, sneaky things, sneaky tricks you can do here and there to get an edge are going to help you. But the first thing, and I should have started on this screen, 
We're gonna check who's supercharged today. That's the first thing you should do whenever you're playing a BR run. Check who's supercharged. So today, Raphael Devers is supercharged, so third base might be a position we want to leave open. Will we get a gold? I mean, will we get um, Devers in our gold round? That's kind of tough, because there aren't a lot of gold rounds, but maybe it's worth trying. Um, as, as important as starting pitchers are, as I said, you're never going to take Spencer Strider as a high diamond starter, so we can forget about that one. Jesus Luzardo, a gold who's supercharged. That's pretty good. Gold is approaching the territory of where I don't want to take good starters. It, it will vary depending on the draft. But hey, if a supercharge ever comes up in any round, you take it. Kyle Tucker. It's rare at this point that you get 87 overall diamonds. But if Kyle Tucker comes up, we're taking him. And same goes for Freddie Freeman. So based on what I'm looking at here, I, I think I'm going to target to leave third base open. His Oh no, his supercharge ended. It literally just ended. Well, I'm stupid. <laughs> of course it ends as I'm recording this video. His supercharge is over. It ended, uh, it, it ended. So, great. We're not leaving their base open anymore. Um, but these other guys are open. So if they come across, we get them. But normally speaking, this is so stupid. We do it live. We don't edit here. Always check supercharges before you go into a draft. End of story. Okay, so let's talk turkey now. Let's go into BR. My general rule of thumb with BR, I know they have this super duper cool program. I care more about getting wins in games than I do about fulfilling these individual player missions. As you'll see, I've only done Jake Diekman for the silvers. I've done Olsen and Andujar and Paddock for the golds, but that's because I was trying each one of them out and I had to have prolonged runs with them. I was not specifically targeting to do each one. And that at a diamond, I've only used Rugnet Odor. He's the best diamond in Battle Royale. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So, I value using the guys I'm comfortable with. The number one rule in BR is draft swings you are comfortable with. Don't look at the, I mean, look at the attributes, but the attributes should not be the final decision. If I have <clears throat> Ruganet Odor in one hand, the diamond, the 89 or whatever the hell he is, who has an immaculate swing and pretty good attributes... And then I have, this is going to be a bad example, but just run with me here. Marcus Semien here, who has incredible attributes, but a swing I don't like. Truth be told, I'm taking Rugnet Odor. Because in prolonged BR runs where clutch situations occur, you're going to want the guy that you're comfortable with, that you have a plan with, that you're not going to just freely swing and make outs with. Remember that. So let's go into a draft. Let's make... Picks as if we're going to play this run, and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about why we're picking certain guys. So my first round here. Ooh, good first round. We have 99 Collection Adley Rushman. We have 99, what position does he play? Left field Wyatt Lankford, Satchel Page, and Jock Peterson. One of the, uh, is he a henchman or a boss? Whatever he is from set three. We're never taking a 99 overall starter. I said starters are important, but we're not taking, we're not taking a pitcher with this pick. This is the pick that needs to lead your team on offense. Jock Peterson has an immaculate swing, and if that's your go-to swing, take that card. I just said take the swings you're comfortable with. But for me, Adley Rutschman here is a switch hitter with very good pop. He's got max clutch, so his contacts with runners on base, or runners in scoring position, rather. Excuse me, will always be clutch. And while fielding isn't the most important thing behind the plate or in BR, it does help to have a little bit of fielding there. So we're taking Adley Rutschman. We're filling our catcher spot right off the rip. Adley has come up in so many drafts for me 
and he's become an auto-take. As I said here, take the swing you're comfortable with, but Ruben Edodor has been... Uh, I can't even describe how good he's been. He's been a murderer of pitching. As you can see, I have him P4, if you're watching, if you're listening. I have him P4. I was number 101 to get him to P4. He's a menace. I'm hitting 527 with 32 homers and 131 at-bats. The man just rakes. Normally, I like to leave second base open for Brandon Lau. You guys know I love Brandon Lau's swing, but this season, I have not done that. I have taken Odor, and I have not thought twice about it. Now, if we were trying to leave third base open for the mystery Devers supercharge that I thought was still happening, I would take Chris Paddock. Miguel Andujar is pretty good as well. A lot of people like Matt Olson's swing. He's not for me, so I haven't been using him. And I also think there are a lot of other first base options to get. I don't need to clog up first base with a gold, necessarily. So, I'm going to take Chris Paddock. He's a starter with 81 stamina. Well, I guess technically 79 stamina because I have him at P2. He's got very good break. He throws a cutter and he's got five pitches. I don't mind wasting, or some people might view this as wasting, but I don't, using this round on Chris Paddock because I'm going to use him. He's going to be an ace in that he'll be my highest rated starter. He's not actually going to be the ace of the staff, but he's going to be in there. So we're taking Chris Paddock. And for me, we know how valuable lefty relievers are. Jake Diekman, there's a reason he got this card, because everyone likes to use him. He's very glitchy. Yoan Moncada is a very good option as well. And honestly, Matty Carpenter is not bad. But I think, because sometimes we run into situations where we don't have enough lefties, I'm going to take the guaranteed lefty here. I like to run with at least three lefties on my pitching staff. Preferably three relievers and then an extra starter, but at least three pitchers who are lefties. So we're taking Diekman. And now, with this 95-plus overall round, we are not taking pitchers here again. We're not taking pitchers again. It's very rare that I even take a diamond pitcher at all. There are certain situations in which it makes sense. We'll see if we approach that. Right now, it's Adolis Garcia or Mitch Hanniger. Now, I love the fielding here on this Adolis Garcia card. He's a center field primary, though, and I don't know if I want him in center field. I think I can get some silver speed out there in center field. Maybe Jose Siri is a gold. So I'm going to take Mitch Hanniger, who I actually hit better with, personally. Um, this is actually a toss-up round. I'm going to take Mitch Hanniger. I like his swing. I think he destroys lefties just with the way his swing works. So I'm taking Hanniger. And now we've got right field full. Right field's a power position. You can get a defensive replacement later on in the draft if you need it, but take power in right field. When it comes to this round here, we have live series Kyle Gibson, live series Dylan Floro, live series Josh Bell, live series Joey Wendell. A lot of people might just immediately lean Dylan Floro. He's kind of gross. He's got a sinker. But Kyle Gibson as a starting pitcher with a sinker-cutter five-pitch mix, that's what we want. That's the type of starter that I'm using. He might be my game two pitcher. That's how effective Kyle Gibson is with that pitch mix, so we're taking Kyle Gibson. Uh, same thing, honestly, goes in this next round here. We have Mike Soroka, Reynaldo Lopez, who's a reliever who throws no meta pitches, J.P. Crawford, who's not a BR player, and Franchi Cordero, who has an elite swing, but this card really doesn't do much of anything for me. So Mike Soroka. We now have three viable starters. That's excellent. That's really, really good. And with another bronze round here, Braylon Marquez might be my pick. Another starter that gives me a lefty. He throws a slurve. I hope he's not my go-to pitcher, but if he needs to be, he's got a slurve. So I'm going to take 
Braylon Marquez. Okay, so our first silver round of, of, you know, importance here. We have Dylan Cease, who does not throw anything meta, but he does have a funky release point, so remember that. Matt Strom, pretty good lefty, five pitches. Josh Young, who literally murders left-handed pitching. Right-handed pitching, not so much. You could also see that he has an inside edge of minus four against righties today. Be mindful of inside edges. If he's if, if you're drafting Josh Young as a platoon bat, only to hit against left-handed pitching, who cares what his inside edge is? You're not going to use him against righties. So if you want to use him and draft him, go ahead. If, an, if a reliever or a starter has a negative inside edge, that doesn't mean as much to me, personally speaking. So as good as this Josh Young card is, though, I'm kind of intrigued here by Matt Strom. I think there are better options for us to get at third base. Ahmed Rosario, as our other option here, is not very good. I'm going to take Matt Strom. Give me the lefties. Early in the draft, if I can, I'm trying to fulfill things that I know are going to be hard to find. Lefty relievers, maybe some speed, a good defensive center fielder. I think defense and center field matters in BR more this year than ever before. With a common round here. Do we have speed? This guy, Leo Baldo Cabrera. That's a made-up name. 66 speed. JJ Muno, 82 speed. He plays every position. Ooh. Or Levi Stout to fill out the... You know what? We have three good... I just put up four. We have three good starters. A fourth okay starter. I'm fine burning a common here just to fill out the rotation. I use common starters when I am crushing somebody. Eat an inning or two. Maybe four outs. Just try to get me through the game without having to burn valuable arms. So we're going to take this fella. Maybe he does something. All right, bronze round. This is where we start talking about the value of bronze relievers. Because I look at the batters here. Vaughn Grissom has good contacts, but not much else. Luis Urias is whatever. Trist, uh, Tristan Casas. Bobby Dahlbeck, other Red Sox guy. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck's actually a good platoon bat against lefties, but I don't want to clog up first base just yet. So Jonathan Loisica, 99 velo. Sinker Slurve, not a funky delivery, but a kind of kind of weird one. And 30 stamina as a reliever is not, you know, it's not excellent, but it's pretty good. So I'm targeting bronze relievers. Okay, this is a weird slash not good silver round, but we're going to make the best of it. Dylan Lee is another lefty. He only throws three pitches, though, and personally, I wallop this guy. So keep that in mind when you guys are drafting. If you hit the shit out of a card, there's probably a good chance a lot of people do. So I'm not going to take Dylan Lee. Lamonte Wade? Mm, he doesn't hit righties as well as I hoped he would. He used to hit them great. TJ Friedel. Here's a good pick here. Inside edge, plus 12 versus righties. He's a balanced hitter otherwise. He's not great in the field, but this is where maybe we talk about defensive replacements later on. And then we have Austin Slater, who's kind of just bleh. I'm going to take TJ Friedel. Welcome to the squad, my good sir. Next, another silver round. Chad Green, Garrett Cooper, Kevin Euclid, and Eli De La Cruz. Eli De La Cruz is a switch hitter. He has a plus 13 inside edge versus righties. 99 arm strength at shortstop is huge. Plus, you can also play second and third. I'm taking Eli. I love switch hitters. You always have the platoon matchup if you have a switch hitter. So give me Eli. And funny story, Miguel Andujar is back. Uh, I actually very much enjoy Miguel Andujar. We're not waiting on Rafael Devers anymore. Liam Hendricks is not great for BR. Vinny Pasquantino is kind of one-sided as a gold first baseman. I don't like one-sided cards that much in BR, as a gold anyway. And Harrison Bader's excellent in the field. His hitting is a little subpar for me. I'm going to take Andujar, shore up third base. 
Another common round, we're going to have to burn somebody. When you're burning commons that are going to be position players, use your brain here. Think of positions that are going to be easy to fill. For example, this guy here, Jorge Barosa. Apparently a real person. He has 84 speed and plays center field. Center field is a pretty easy position to fill later in the draft. So if I take him now, I know I'll get another good center fielder. Whereas Dermis Garcia, who plays first base, first base, I am, I am personally pretty particular about who I like to put at first base. As far as the bats, I don't care about the fielding. I'm talking about the players themselves. So I'm not going to fill up first base right now because I still want to keep my options open. So I'm going to take Jorge Barosa. He's going to be a pinch runner off the bench. Here we go. Oh, another great lefty, and we only have two. Brooks Raley is here, and I look at the rest of this round. Karen Chak, Seth Brown. CJ Krohn is playing up against lefties. I don't like his swing, personally. If, if you're different and you like CJ Krohn, go for it. But Brooks Raley gives me my third lefty, and honestly, I have three damn good ones. So I'm happy with that. We're back to a bronze round. They're really holding us out here on the good rounds. Uh, Jake Odorisi has a cutter and a splitter. Plus, he's a reliever with 74 stamina, guys. That's nutty. That's going to get you through some games in a blowout or if situations are rough. That's great. We're taking that all day. Jesus, another bronze round. Um, honestly, I don't want any of these players. Uh, we don't need Austin Davis because he's another lefty. Same goes for Ryan Barucki. Dominic Smith kind of has a nice swing, but he is... Hmm. This guy, Connor Cannon, he's not real. I'm yawning. Excuse me. Guys, it's been a while since I've yawned in a podcast episode. Um, I'm just going to take Dom Smith. Unfortunately, we have to fill first base now, which kind of stinks. I'm hoping and praying we get a good one. Dom Smith at least has a nice swing for the bench if I need it. And we're going to fill the DH spot now. Hector Neris is pretty good for the bullpen, but Anthony Santander. Oh my God, he's plus 12. You don't want Anthony Santander in the field. He's got 56 fielding with 73 arm. The fact that he can play first base actually gives me some versatility that if I don't get another one, I can put him there. So I think Anthony Santander is the pick. Now, reminder, we still need a shortstop. Not a shortstop, a center fielder, sorry. Uh, we still need a first baseman. There are occasional times in which shortstops with high speed and reaction can play center field. Adalberto Mondesi and O'Neill Cruz are two who come to mind. I don't personally know if Ellie De La Cruz is one of those players. Even though it's going to say they're out of position, they're going to be fine. We'll keep that in mind. Um, this is such a good DH round. Ryan Helsley is really good for the bullpen, but I have a hard time passing up J.D. Martinez or Nelson Cruz. I'm actually going to take Nelson Cruz here, which is going to displace Santander, who's going to now play first base. So we just need a center fielder at this point. Jason Adam is a pretty good BR pick. Kerry Carpenter's not bad either. I'm going to take Jason Adam, though, because we're slacking on the bullpen. Uh, Chris Bryant, that's a really good pick. We could actually platoon him maybe with TJ Friedel. Let's take Chris Bryant. Oh, God, so many lefties they gave me. Charlie Culberson, bench bat versus a lefty. Braden Shoemake, Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman's a better bench bat versus a lefty. Adrian Martinez, know your bronze relievers. This guy's a 65 overall for the, uh, for some reason, unironed background Oakland A's. 91 velo, 99 break with a primary sinker. Taking him. Love that. We're going to use him. Oh, my good golly goodness gracious, they gave me Brandon Lau. I don't think I can put him anywhere, though, because we still need a center fielder. 
And we're not playing any of these fellas in center field. Oh, Lord, we have a problem here. Uh, we're going to take Daniel Hudson because we, we have to have an offensive player be our last pick here to make sure we have a center fielder. So always know where you're at in your draft. I'm taking Daniel Hudson here. Bingo, bango. And our center fielder, who's a gold, is... The game is glitching and freezing right now, so that's why we're hesitating. Why is the game thinking so much? Game, please stop thinking. This is what happens when we do things live and we don't do edits. I bet the game's going to kick me out, probably. I'm probably going to get kicked out of the game. We'll come back in. Yep. Sometimes this stupid game does this. And I don't understand why it does this. Alright, we're going to go back in. Hold on. We're going to keep it live, though. Don't worry. Guys, I hope this is helping you. Um, I'm sorry to make our last pick so stupid and anticlimactic like that. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to make this work. And I know YouTube, you can't see the game right now, but I'm fixing that as we speak. There we go. Game is back. Um, okay, so with this gold, I'm hoping for like... Mm, who's a gold center fielder now? They just randomly upgraded Lubob to a diamond out of nowhere, so it's not like we're getting him. Maybe Harrison Bader pops up again. It's not even a guaranteed center field round. I'm just kind of praying one is there. Or a co corner outfielder with some speed, perhaps. That would be okay. Uh, all right, we're back in Diamond Dynasty now. We're going to go back into BR. Hopefully it didn't end my draft. Oh, it's perfect. They gave me Jose Siri. Thank you, Jesus. Our Jose Siri is elite for this mode. Incredible fielder with speed, and he has power. So let's put this lineup together now, and I'll show you what it looks like. Okay, I like this. I like this a lot. I'm not going to actually make the lineup right now. We're just going to talk about who we have. Rutschman, switch hitter. Great. Santander playing first base. Switch hitter. Great. Rugnet Odor, elite versus left or right, doesn't matter. Miguel Andujar, great. De La Cruz, switch hitter. TJ Friedel, and if a lefty starter comes in, boom. In comes Chris Bryant, who's mashing lefties. Jose Siri, Mitch Hanniger, Nelson Cruz. I love this team, actually. It's a shame we have to redraft it to prove a point. But if I were to make this lineup, I always hit my 99 second. Why? I want as many at-bats with this card as possible, and maybe there's a chance somebody is on base in front of them. So I'm going to hit... That card, Adley Rutschman, second. I'm going to hit... Who am I hitting first? Who am I hitting first? I'm going to hit... You know, this is going to be weird. I'm going to go Jose Siri first, because I like his bat as well. Adley Rutschman, second. Rubnet Odor, third. We're going to go uh, Mitch Hanniger, fourth, to get our next best diamond. Anthony Santander has a lot of power as a switch hitter there. I like him. Nelson Cruz, Miguel Andujar, Ellie De La Cruz, TJ Friedel. That's how I'm making my lineup. The reasoning behind this is 99 second, like I said, sweet swing third, power hitter fourth, switch hitter fifth is nice just to kind of break the lineup up. And if someone brings in a lefty to face Rubnet Odor later in the game, Anthony Santander will still get the advantage either way as a switch hitter. And then it's just the bats you like. Nelson Cruz, Andujar, Ellie De La Cruz, TJ Friedel. Let's run, oops, not play game. Let's run one more draft so I can show you guys what we're working with. Diamond pack. On the episode, boom, boom, boom. Damn it. Nope. Manuel Margo. All right, last draft here. Ooh, this is fun. This is fun. We got Elias Diaz, Jose Ramirez, Kyle Tucker. You guys know where I'm going here. Jose Ramirez is glitchy. He's a switch hitter. Third base is not necessarily a position I'd like to fill right now because there's value later, but you don't pass on Jose Ramirez, in my opinion. You just don't. So we're taking him nice and simple. This, this draft is going to be a little bit faster, guys, because you've already heard a lot of my rationale. Rubnet Odor, we don't pass on. I'm going to go Chris Paddock, because we definitely don't need a third baseman now. And we're going to take Jake Diekman. Also, the advantage, by the way, of Jose Ramirez, 
He plays second, short, and I guess left, uh, if you really want to. He actually probably played left pretty well on this card. Uh, you can put him anywhere. I don't know if I like him at short, because he is actually too short, 5'9", to, to play that position, in my opinion. Um, that hurts with his range, but we'll see what we need. Um, oh my goodness, home run derby, Reese Hoskins? Ugh. Talk about a murderer of baseballs. I rake with his live series card, which usually means it's not a bad idea to pass on the high diamond and hopefully you get the live series card. But I'm not taking Shane Bieber, I'm not taking Devin Williams, and Jacob Gonzalez does nothing for me. So Reese Hoskins, welcome to the club. Ooh, this is a tough round, actually. Andrew McCutcheon is great against lefties, and he's up versus righties. Chris Bassett is one of my favorite silver starters to use in BR. But Sam Hentke's is really good. Ah. I'm going to take Chris Bassett because it's early and I already have at least one lefty in Jake Diekman, but I would understand if you guys went either way with that pick. Next up, it's a bronze round. We have Greg Allen, who is faster than the 67 speed they've given him on this card. Derek Hall. Is, do you say it Derek or is it Derek? Someone correct me. Phillies fans, Scott, let me know. Um, good platoon bat, but I think it's too early to start hunting platoon bats. Kevin Ginkle, he's not real. Only throws three pitches. Brad Keller is a starter with a sinker. Sign me up. I'm in. Next up, a bronze round, and we have one of the best glitchy bronze relievers, Michael Fulmer. 96 velo, 87 break, slider, sinker, slurve, five pitches, really, really weird delivery. It's going to be tough for right-handed hitters to hit him. I'm taking Michael Fulmer. Always take advantage of bronze rounds for relievers. Another bronze, Griffin Roberts, He's a he throws a cutter, didn't know that. That's pretty good, he's a starter. Giovanni Moran, not a lefty I want to take. Ryan January, that's not a person. And Greg Allen again, they really want me to take Greg Allen. I'm taking this pitcher with a cutter. You never know if you need to burn some innings. Daniel Lynch is a starter, he has five pitches, and he's a lefty, we love that. Drew Smith throws a slurve. Didn't he used to have a cutter? He's, he might not be horrible. Mike Zanino is a really good bronze picket catcher. I might go... Sometimes you can go weird. Really weird. Off the beaten path weird. And Mike Zanino is one of those times. Because Mike Zanino's swing is electric. You're getting a bronze starter at catcher, which frees you up to get value somewhere else later on. Let's effing rage. Let's do it. Mike Zanino. Common round. I'm burning it on the starter because I don't really want to burn it anywhere else right now, so welcome to the team. Now we have a gold round. Oh, God, they gave us a switch hitter. It's Jorge Polanco. Now, Jorge Polanco, horse shit at shortstop. You, you might want to look for a defensive replacement later on in this draft, but right now between Eric Swanson, not a fan, Tony Perez, bench bat against lefty, sure, but not a fan, Jorge Polanco, and Chris Taylor, who's not bad, I mean, we're taking the switch hitter, guys, and Jorge Polanco's swing is just fantastic. We're back to a bronze round and a load of horse shit. Um, let's take Colton Kouser, because he can weirdly also play the infield, third base, and he's a center fielder, so using my logic from before, we could fill center field pretty quickly if we have to. To a silver round, Chad Green, Phil Maton, Adam Dunn, God, he can hit the ball far, or Mitch Hanniger. I really like Phil Maton, 
I'm ignoring the fact that his inside edge is minus 12 today because I'm not also playing this round today. But Phil Maton with a sinker and a slurve, plus he throws really slow. If you pair him with the right opponent, he'll be effective. We're taking Phil. And we got a must-draft reliever. Chat, actually, we got two must-draft relievers. Chat, if you see Nick Sandlin or Adam Adovino, take them. If you have both of them on your screen, you're in a great situation, but you don't know what to do. Pick the one you do best with. Pick the one that you enjoy using most. I'm going to take Adam Adovino in this situation because he has a sinker and a cutter and five pitches. But both of these guys are really, really good in BR. I'm taking Adam Adovino. Gold round, a shitty one. Ugh. So if my gold round does not present to me good hitters, I'm fine taking the reliever. I'd rather take a hitter, but if the reliever is better, we'll take the reliever. I'm going to take Andres Munoz. We'll see how he does. Uh, common round. We have two usable, semi-usable relievers here. Nick Ramirez is the Yankees' worst pitcher. <laughs> he's a 63, but he's a lefty. He could be a mop-up guy. We do need lefties in the bullpen because we've been slacking on that regard. Or Adam Simber, who's a submariner. <sighs> I kind of think I'm going to take Adam Simber and roll the dice here on lefties later on because Adam Simber's pretty good. Let's take... Oh, I would love to take Jimmy Hergit right now, but I can't because of the thing I just said. We're going to take Donovan Solano as a defensive replacement in the infield for Jorge Polanco. He's going to be slated in at first base for now. We'll move him off there later. Good round here. We got our lefty, Stephen Okert. Boom, put him in the pen. Gold round. Shit. What a... Um, they hoed us on gold rounds here. Not good. Ryan Helsley's better, but I need the lefty. I'm taking Will Smith. It's a, it's a terrible pick, but we have to do it. All right, we're filling out the lineup now. We have four bench picks and a right field in the DH. We need a, a first baseman and a center fielder real bad. I'm going to take this guy, Will Benson. Hits, left, hits righties very well. And then we're going to take Miguel Cabrera. So hopefully we have our bench already. Our bench in an ideal world is going to be Donovan Solano, Colton Kouser, Will Benson, Miguel Cabrera. They're all starting right now. We'll figure that out later. I am going to take... Well, one of them's going to start. This round is bad. Um. Oh, God, this round is bad. Bad, bad, bad. This team is usually in redraft territory, I think. Um. For the versatility, I'm taking Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Only for defensive replacements. Clearly, we're not starting this card because he sucks. But Isaiah Connor Falefa, another shit round. Wow, sometimes you just abandon ship, boys. Ramon, we need a redraft button where I don't have to finish out the draft. Uh, I need a corner outfielder. Taking Dalton Varshow. George Springer, that's a good pick. Joey Votto, DJ LeMahieu, TJ Friedel, George Springer. George Springer, in an emergency, can play center field. Oh, Reese Hoskins, I didn't realize they put him in left field. Interesting. We're going to move some pieces around. I'm taking George Springer, who's a silver now. And our last pick is going to be Adam Dunn. So if I were to make this team, it's a bad team, by the way. We're going to put George Springer in right. We're going to put Reese Hoskins at first. We're going to put Dalton Varshow in left. We need, uh, I mean, our center fielder might have to be Colton Kouser. Adam Dunn's going to DH. Oh, we're in poopy territory. Yeah, Colton Kouser is our starting center fielder. It could be worse. He's a 72 overall. Um, this team is bad. This team I would not play. But sometimes the draft treats you that way. This team is actually an 81 overall, which is really hard to accomplish. Usually it's either a 79 or 80. I think it's because my pitching is actually really good on this team. 
But that's that. That's drafting. And guys, when it comes to hitting, pick your pitch. Don't swing at everything. I've talked about this before. This applies in ranked seasons too, but even more so in BR because your opportunities in BR are fewer because you have only three innings instead of nine. Know the pitches you hit well. Camp on those pitches. Fucking destroy those pitches. If you don't get them, don't swing at them. It's okay to walk. Walks are good. Base runners are important. The worst thing you can do is hit yourself out of the inning by hitting weak grounders, double plays. Um, rule of thumb, be very careful running the bases. Tagging up, be 100% sure you're going to make it unless it's a really critical situation and you got to make something happen. Going first to third, make sure 100% you're going to get there. You have fewer opportunities to take chances in this game, in this mode. In general, your starting pitchers, four outs, five outs is a plus. If you can get through two innings, that guy just saves your ass. But also, first sign of trouble is not a bad idea to yank him. If he gets in the yellow... That's your opponent's going to start hitting more. Yellow energy, at least warm the bullpen up. You have to read your opponent's swings. If your opponent's taking bad swings, ride them out. Be careful, but ride them out. If your opponent's taking good swings, take him the hell out of the baseball game. Put in somebody else. Put in somebody different. If your guy threw slow, put in somebody who throws harder. If your guy threw hard and he was on him, put in someone who throws a little slower. Know your matchups. If he's got lefty batters coming up, put in a lefty. Just know... That your opponent might have platoons ready to come in. Don't be upset about it. You still got to pitch and get the outs. Going flawless three times last week. Let me tell you. I am not trying to come off as someone bragging. Because it was not long ago that I sincerely was horseshit at this game. Then the pandemic happened. I bought a gaming monitor. I started making content. I started knowing more about the game and how it works. This is why I tell you guys that you can all be better. I know you can all be better because I got better. I also play the game way too much. Um, just know what you're good at in all phases and capitalize on those things and use them to your advantage. My own personal hitting approach across all modes is I try to go to the opposite field, which sounds so stupid and they're gonna pe they're, people are going to laugh at that. But I'm trying to hit low and away sinkers and cutters to the opposite gap. I'm not trying to shoot it down the line. That's silly. I just shoot gap to gap. I love hitting that pitch to the other gap. Because sometimes if I catch it at the right timing, I'm going to launch that shit over the fence. If, if you are a great up and in ball hitter, sit up and in. Pull that shit. Yank it. Crush it. I know my strengths. My strengths are balls low and away in the zone, and those are the ones I do damage on, and I'll adjust as necessary. But if I'm getting those pitches, I'm making sure I'm crushing them. I don't know why those are my favorite pitches to hit. Maybe it's because I'm letting the ball travel a little farther and recognizing the pitch because I've had more time to look at it. I don't know. That's just what I like to hit. Just know what you're good at. Know the cards you hit well with. Draft those cards. Leave positions open to manipulate the drafts to maybe get those cards. And look at me. Or listen to me. Go flawless. I know you can go flawless. And I'm confident that you can go flawless. And when you guys use this, this advice and go flawless, I want you to come back to this video and tell me that you did it and how you did it. Because I'm confident that you can all do it. Guys, that's going to be the end of this episode. 
I know it was a lot of fast talking, and it, it truthfully, listeners of this episode, I apologize. This is probably a better one for you to go back and watch. So if you do have the interest in coming to YouTube and watching it, you guys know where to find me, KDJTV. Watch me draft, watch me make decisions, see the options I passed up on. I tried my best to relay that information with words. Doesn't always work. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed these tips. Next week, like I said, we're going to be talking all about the Extreme Program. Maybe the Shark Map. Maybe there's some bombs in the Shark Map. I don't know. Um, be ready to maybe make some investments if prices drop because there's going to be some like 30 plus packs in there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm done talking, guys. I love you all. Use these tips. Go flawless. Let me know. See you next time.